Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are, whoever you are. This is Mike in Bed. I'm Josh. I'm Jasmine. And something exciting happened, happened in our... Oh, I was social. Yes. I mean, I was social last time because my other friend came as well. Yes, but it was different. Because we couldn't really there focus because there were children running everywhere. There were multiple children. So we'll have to have a just a mom's a mom's day. <laughs> I feel like, like when I picture that day, I just picture all the moms like huddled over a cup of tea, like shaking. <laughs> Did yours go to sleep last night? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, another one of my best friends, who was also in my wedding, came over and we got to hang out for a while, and I appreciate it because I missed her a ton and. It was really good. It was fun. And I, I appreciated it. it because she did not bring a child. <laughs> <laughs> so we not that, not that my other friends. I mean, that's true. Like, it's so when you when you do like things where like it's kind of like a play date and it's kind of not. It is really hard to talk to the other person. Yes. Because it's just loud. It's it loud. There's toys. There's kids, and like trying to like actually have like a very like deep conversation. Because like we tried and we just. We couldn't. We were just like, like, we looked at each other like, we need to like plan something where it's just us or something. like. So it's not as like crazy. It was hectic in our house that time. But it was really good um, to see both of them. It was good to see my my friend previously and it was good to see my, my other friend today. Like it was really nice. Yeah. Um, so trying to be social, see people. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard because I'm like incredibly introverted um so seeing people doesn't like drain my energy like any energy i have is usually drained when i have any kind of social and well we're both introverts so <laughs> i front loaded on caffeine today which i, I tend not. to do on the weekend so i had a cup of coffee i always have a cup of coffee whenever i wake up in the morning and it has to be dark roast because it has to punch me in the face so I have that happen right when I wake up and, and you're kind enough to have it ready for me because I couldn't even put the pieces of that puzzle together <laughs> if my life depended on it. So then I have that. And then on the weekends, because I'm spending more time corralling the kids, uh, I have the second cup around 8.30 or 9 o'clock and then yeah. I'm good for the day. But that's an issue because during the week... I tend to have it around lunchtime, which is like a mental reminder for you to have your caffeine. Yeah, intake. it is. So like I was a little thrown off and didn't have it until like 3.30. Not yeah. even. It was like no. 4. It was like 4. So I feel okay for this recording. Yeah. But I was like, why do I feel so tired? I don't think it was having, like it wasn't fully just having guests because I feel like my friend and I are both like on the introverted like yeah <laughs> side of that coin um but like when we catch up it's always really good and we do talk a ton like because like we've just always been like that yeah um but i i realized like i just felt very tired and i did not know why i mean yeah we have two kids but like they're always here so it's not like that yeah. was any different but i think it's because i forgot to have my caffeine yeah um so i was a little tired I still feel a bit tired, and I just think because it threw me off not having it, but, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, but I had a great time, both times. I just yeah. enjoyed seeing both of them. Well, it's so. just a different dynamic. I mean, you know, I think the last time we spent time with, uh, like, friends of mine or friends of yours who don't have 
kids was probably when we went to the park with that same friend yeah you know a few months back and then i have one friend who's married and they don't have kids and we saw them you know in connecticut yeah when we visited connecticut so yeah yeah. yeah. So it's, it was good. Good. Good day. Yeah. Good seeing friends. Yeah. Gonna try to keep that up. It's harder the older you get, I've noticed. I feel. Well, I think like it's. I think it's harder when you have children. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's yeah. Because like you're like, I feel like or when some they have of, children, or when they yeah. Because I feel like some of the things get kind of pushed off to the side a little bit. Like you do your best to continue that communication, but your life changes so much when you have kids. Yeah. That like that just happens you don't mean for it to happen but it does and so like trying to bring it back especially when they're you know when your friends mean a lot to you like trying to reestablish <laughs> those like bonds and like actually see them and like talk to them or um does take some time but you know i'm happy it happened also with covid happening well yeah i mean that was... we had infants it was like well i guess we can't do anything now <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know. I mean, if you take the pandemic out of it, I feel like that we probably would have be better adjusted. Like we probably would yeah. have seen them a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think the pandemic threw a lot of things off because, like, we were not seeing a ton of people just for health reasons and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But now that we're more comfortable, things are kind of you know somewhat going along. <laughs> it's nice to be able to spend that time with people and rather you know it's kids going all over the place or you know a baby screaming because <laughs> someone new is in the house uh, um or whether it's peace and quiet like when they went out for their nap and i could actually have a conversation and hear myself think so yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was good so it's interesting times. it's interesting too because we each have a close friend actually well in your case multiple close friends from college who also now have families yeah so we both knew them when they were in college and single it's funny because both of our high school friends Mm -hmm. do not have children that's correct that's really interesting yeah well because you met yours you met yours in high school right or was it in middle school technically middle school is the very tail end of middle school because like i I met met the friend that came today in middle school like we've known each other since middle school yeah and yeah yeah, and neither love of her them. to death. Love both. I love all my my good friends. I love them. Oh yeah, me very too. much. Yeah, do um, power. Yeah, but that's very interesting. Yeah, that's weird. I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, it makes me think about you know what what your thoughts were in elementary and middle school about college. I knew I wanted to go because, like, I don't know if it's, like, a racial or cultural thing, but, like, it was always kind of drilled into my head, at least by, like, my mom and um, my sisters that, like, you want to go to college, you know, like, I need to go in order to kind of make myself, like, I guess, be competitive, you know, Mm -hmm. and so it was always something I knew I wanted to do. I don't think I understood what it, like, was at the time as a kid. I just knew it was, like... A continuation of education like a continuation of learning and <laughs> had no really good idea as to what that meant but I knew it was something that like in order to do well or you know be comfortable in life like I had to go to this 
place called college <laughs> to, it was a to get there. mystical place, wasn't it? Yeah. In, in, in a way. It was <laughs> very, like this magical place that only, you know, I mean, it's obviously a global phenomenon, college is. Um, yeah. But, or uni. Or you uni, know, yes. Uni in some, uh, some areas, not in the U.S. Not in the U.S., no. <laughs> we just but, say college. <laughs> but there's a certain expectation of the college experience in the u.s um but as a kid i you know kind of a similar situation it was always implied that my sister and i were going to go to college like that was just kind of a given is it Um, like a middle class thing i know for like black people it's like you got to be competitive out there in the world so you got to go to college and stuff i know that both of my parents of course went to college my mom was the first one in her family to attend college okay um and my dad he wasn't the first but basically the only reason he was able to afford to go was because his parents my grandparents um took jobs i think they were custodial jobs at penn state's main campus and so we are not a penn state grad Am I authorized I'm to say Penn State? Am I authorized you to do say that? Penn State? But I'm not technically. Your dad. I'm Florida State. It's in your blood. It is in my blood. That's fair. How dare ye <laughs> not finish it? There is there is a lot of Penn State in in, in this. Yeah. Yep. I'm offended. Well, you make fun of Florida State all the time, <laughs> so. Because I heard them say we are, and it, like, made me angry. When did we say that? It was, like, at some game we were watching. And I was just like, what are they doing? No, 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 no. We don't do the we are. You got it confused. What we were do. they doing? So they go, Garnet. And then the other side goes, oh, Gold. But you're still copying. Well, yeah. We still stole it shamelessly. Yeah. Like, get your own crap. <laughs> <laughs> it so. was so- I knew it was something that, like, pissed me off. <laughs> But, um, That's probably why I don't like Florida State now. Part of my experience growing up, my association with college was college sports. I mean, I grew up, my dad went to Penn State for undergrad, so we watched Penn State football. We are! Penn State. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that was circa 2011. Um, anyway, uh, and, and he went to grad school at Duke, so we watched Duke basketball. So, you know, there was that. But, um, yeah, the expectation was always there. I think I went to I went to a basketball camp with my dad at Penn State when I was 11 or 12. um, And that was a lot of fun. And we stayed in a dorm and he would explain to me, like, you know, this is this is, you know, what it's like. And because, you know, he stayed he stayed he lived at home and commuted to campus because he lived in Belfont, which is like 10 minutes away. So, yeah. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> so. I feel like you're offended because I yawned. Yeah. But and we just talked about me being we tired. Did, no, <laughs> it's nothing to we do did. with your story. It's, you know, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it isn't. It's nothing to do with you. I was just. I'm just when, when did college become like <laughs> real to you, though? Like looming in your not too distant future. Probably once I got to high school. Like because like I knew yeah because I knew people who were older than me who were juniors and seniors mm-hmm. who were like gearing up to go away and like they were applying and they were like talking about like the 
SATs and the ACTs. Oh, and so, like, freshman year, she's like, oh, <laughs> this shit's serious. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's when it settled in. Now, I don't think I took it seriously, probably until, like, maybe the year after like my sophomore year i realized okay i do need to get a bit more involved like yeah. i have to get doing some stuff here because like if i want to actually get into some schools that's yeah, so, like i try mm-hmm. <laughs> to do things outside of just like go to class Exactly. so that's when it like took a little bit of a step up um and then from there of course like junior senior year well more like junior year my senior year which i explained in like one of the previous episodes like my senior year was very chill because mm-hmm. i already did all the stuff and mine was not because i did did all the stuff that year. yeah which everyone's different it's all good true i just didn't want to have a stressful last year and then go into college which is a stressful situation because it's so different than high school it is so it's very different i wanted to ease into it so i had a very chill senior year so i can kind of get myself prepped and ready for for going off to college but yeah so i was a freshman year just because i had, i knew older like people in the school who were getting ready to go off and so like they were talking about it all the time yeah i mean it was definitely in my peripherals freshman year but like you said sophomore year of high school that's when it really started sinking in okay you need to start compiling a list here and doing some research yeah Um, so i'm curious what your application process for college looked like and like when you started it and how you decided on like what schools you were interested in yeah i'm not gonna lie and i'm not i don't i mean you've called out your high school and i will call out dallas town a little bit y'all a little racist but it's all good like i understand it's not all good if you're racist it's not all good but like i like i get it you're it's located in an area where it's predominantly white and so like (laughs) that's who they're used to helping and i I 100 get it guiding counselors there could have been a little bit better i don't think they were that great you know, you're supposed to help people prepare <laughs> for things like that and get ready for college and talk about like, you know, what things should look like, what the colleges are. Like there should be conversations exploring those things, especially because like every student's assigned a guidance counselor. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to provide guidance. Yep. <laughs> but I feel like the guidance that like I got versus some of my friends was a lot less detailed and, you know, I'm sure there's reasons for that and it is what it is it's all good it's like it didn't make any sense my grades were just as good mm-hmm. you know i gotten nominated for things i've gotten there's like student of the month at some rotary club and all that. like i had gotten like i was you know who i was so it was like there was no reason for i think certain people to like not have as much to provide mm-hmm. like i did a lot of preparing for college and college applications on my own and i'm sure that's not unusual i'm sure there's tons of other people who can relate to that like i did my own research yep. i figured out what my sat scores needed to be on my own yep. <laughs> figured out like how to prepare for things on my own yep. um and now some of that was just like an overall maybe the high school wasn't that good at communicating some of that in general i'm sure it wasn't like a racist racism thing because that's like a high school thing should be communicating to students kind of how to prepare for those things a little bit better um but in terms of like guidance counselors maybe it was just this maybe it was just awesome i don't know i didn't think they were that great i don't think they were that helpful and you remember my mom also did not go to a four-year institution mm-hmm. so i really was banking like i had my sister um who was helpful kind of in that process a bit but for the most part it was like me trying to figure everything out yeah. So I found the college application process to be stressful, 
only because I feel like I didn't have access to all of the right resources. Um, also, you had to pay for each application. You did, yeah. I lived in a you know single parent household. Money wasn't something we just kind of had to throw at places. So like I had to make sure I had the money to apply to certain schools. So I was only able to apply to a certain number because mm-hmm. that's all the money we had. And like that was it. Like some people out there, you know, could apply to all schools they wanted to. I could not. Like I had to be very strategic, strategic about like where I applied um, or I was effed for the most part because I didn't have the money to pay for any other applications. So for me, like I've said before, my high school was awful. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think the graduation rate was around 50%. And of that 50%, maybe 80% were going to attend college at a four-year institution. And of that 80%, I would say... 90 to 95 of that percent were staying in state you know shippensburg or uh, what have you and there's nothing wrong i was gonna say that's not there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but when you're somebody who really wants to get out of pennsylvania there's really not a lot of guidance for that and so yeah because i feel like it's not as common like it's cheaper to go in state and that's and i guess it's like some of the thing like that was the one thing i knew because my my guidance counselor that was the one thing she did say was like it's just cheaper now i will say this i the offer i got from florida state ended up being cheaper than what i would have paid to go to penn state okay i mean that's fair and so i'm very happy that i made that choice but my guidance counselor did say one thing that was incredibly helpful to me. She said, whatever you apply to, you know, look at the numbers when it comes to acceptance rate and when it comes to average GPA and when it comes to standardized test scores and just have two safety schools. You just need two. And that turned out to be very prophetic advice because those were the only two schools I got into. Um, because I wasn't really given, you know, guidance. I got waitlisted to one that was, I thought, you know, I had a decent shot at. But the two that I got into were Florida State and Boston University. And so I visited both campuses. Yeah, it's cold in Boston. Boston was rough. Those are like polar opposites. So you're like, oh, Florida and cold. (laughs) Well, there's a very good reason for that. Both of those schools had well-regarded film programs oh, okay and both of those schools had well-regarded creative writing programs that's fair and i knew i wanted to be in one of those two areas yeah so got into both and uh the aid package was similar for both but a little bit better with florida state and the weather was way better at florida state and so that's where i decided to go yeah i will say just to redeem Dallas Town a bit. I do think they did a pretty damn good job of preparing me for college, though. Like, I didn't have any struggles, and I know a lot of freshmen struggled. They didn't know how to study. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to write a paper. <laughs> and I didn't understand why people were struggling. I was like, you just study like this. What's wrong with you? But, like, some people legitimately just did not know how to study. And so, like, I guess jumping into freshman year. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like, I will give Dallas Town that. I do think there was, you know, and there might still be. I don't know what it's like now, but back then, like, I do think they were were still dealing with having, I think, getting used to the school being a bit more diverse and just not having the right staff to, like, 
deal with that and so i think there was maybe there was more microaggression than there was racism but i feel like that's still kind of within the same thing like i still feel like you're being slightly racist though (laughs) even if you don't know you're doing it um but academically i did feel prepared like i felt good like i think i got i'm pretty sure i got all a's my first my freshman year i i didn't have many issues at all um and i and i do accredit that to like the skills that that high school actually provided me so that's one thing i will give them that like i had a good enough experience and i learned enough that like college was not a shock academically for me at all for me i was very fortunate because i can't say that about hanover public school district Mm -hmm. um i am fortunate in the sense that I have always been a gifted reader and writer when it comes to creative writing, when it comes to academic writing. I just have that ability and always have, and it's never felt like a chore. And so when I got to college, all the reading and writing that was kind of thrust upon me, especially as a creative writing major initially, um, it wasn't overwhelming. I was like, okay, I can handle this because yeah. that's my wheelhouse. Like I, you know, I was the top English student at my high school. Um, and I, because of that, I didn't have to choose math and science courses that were incredibly complex. You know, I wasn't taking organic chemistry. Yeah. I was taking kind of foundational math and science courses because the reality was the arts is where I was going to end up one way or another. Um, but my freshman year, I think I've told you this before, was incredibly lonely. Um, academically, I wasn't phased. I had no issues. Got all A's both semesters, but, uh, everybody, I think I've said this on a previous episode, everybody knew somewhat because of Florida. Um, you don't take that into account when you're out of state. Like you think there'll be, oh, plenty of other out of staters. And there were in certain programs I would come to find, but not initially and so i didn't do a ton outside of my you know outside of the university really i didn't have a car on campus i didn't have a car freshman year so you know there was that too um my footprint was a little bit smaller didn't jive with my roommate very well he was much more into partying but he was also uh in the air force ROTC yeah so he would be up at like five but then he would stay up until like two I don't know how he did it but um yeah not a ton of positives freshman year it was more about you know getting good grades and then ultimately getting into the film school which is what I wanted Uh, I had fun (laughs) (laughs) I I mean I have a friendly face so I feel like because of that I don't have the hardest time making friends like people tend to feel like warm up to me even people I don't want to (laughs) so I feel like that has a lot to do with it um but also like I purposely chose like when it came to housing where I wanted to be so I could put myself in a situation where I would be challenged to like actually try to make friends um and I'm happy I did that I liked my roommate I think she was a good like I for a roommate I think I got very lucky um just like 
personality wise i absolutely enjoyed her like she was just i adore her um i still do to this day and i hope she's doing well um so i i had i think a different experience like academically i feel like we both had a similar experience but like i feel socially we were on the different ends of the yeah yeah i hadn't found my people yet yeah see that's the like I don't know honestly I don't even know how I found my it kind of just happened like I would just be out and would talk to people on the floor and and stuff and some of those people just became my people and then... I mean your your housing freshman year wasn't it multicultural but I chose that exactly. like, that was my first right. preference yeah so like people were from different countries and stuff yeah. so it was like a really cool experience to like you know go out in like the common area and you got people from germany people from different countries in africa and you know my roommate was from england and so like it was just it was a cool experience and i feel like because of that maybe i got lucky because i was able to bond to people a bit faster and like just from like people being interested in each other's cultures but i mean i'd say florida state as a whole was decently diverse but i was in the honors program which was another reason you know, it was a good sell, you know, on paper. Uh, and I remember I stayed in Gilchrist Hall freshman year. You just giving out more... all your info, eh? You <laughs> <It> just... <laughs> was... Well, I mean, if you visit Florida State, it's not hard to find. It's right next to Landis, which, you know, is like one of the crown jewels of the campus. But anyway, um, it, it was very... It, it was it was somewhat diverse, but there yeah. was still that traditional college mindset. And I think part of it was because it was florida state define diverse <laughs> it's florida I mean, state please define diverse like y'all came from different states like what do you mean different states there were some from different countries there was uh, a guy on the floor above me who was from turkey which was kind of interesting okay there's another guy who was greek um all right y'all know, white some, though right for the most part yeah <laughs> there were i think three or four black folks in in gilchrist um yeah. They didn't hang out and go, Chris, did they? No, they did. Mm. They did. Wish I could contact those black folks and be like, let's talk. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some names later. Um, one's doing really well in finance. Oh, good. So, good for yeah. you. Look at yeah. him picking lucrative majors and yeah. doing well. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, it was all in all, it was rough and, until sophomore year. Um but I want to hear about your sophomore year. My sophomore year was your typical sophomore. Because, like, that's the thing. My freshman year is when I got everything out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was weird for me because I didn't feel like I needed to do that because I had a lot of freedom at home. Yeah. So, like, it was weird. I think I explained that one. Yeah, other, you were like, like the mom. Yeah, yeah. So, it was kind of odd for me. But, like, everyone was, like, acting like this was the first time they ever no. had a taste. Of, oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And we're doing that? Sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So my sophomore year was a bit more laid back. Um, and I think I said, like, my freshman year, I actually went to Towson mm-hmm. because I also thought I wanted to go out of state, but I didn't want to go too far. Um, so I was like, well, I'll go out of state. I like Towson. I still do. I think Towson's a good school. Um, but it is really expensive <laughs> for an out-of-state student when you realize how much in-state students are paying. And I didn't think it was worth it anymore to stay. Like, I had to make a financial choice. Like, am I going to stay and continue to pay this tuition when, like, I know my friends who are from this area aren't paying that, nor Mm -hmm. near that. 
Um, so I decided to leave and became a Penn Stater. And a part of me kind of wishes I just would have went to Penn State straight. <laughs> just would have made that whole process easier. Wouldn't have to transfer or anything. But I'm still happy I had that experience because it was a really good one. But so my sophomore year was kind of boring. I transferred, um, started my sophomore year at Penn State. Not too much to, like, I was very much focused trying to get, you know, keep my grades the way they were and and stuff. Um, I'm trying to think, did I get involved in stuff? I feel like I did. Oh, yeah, I did. I became, like, a line, but yeah. So, you know, I did all the typical college stuff. Like, school is buried. Yay! Like, eventually became a line ambassador, which Penn State people would know what that is. And then, you know, new student orientation and did a lot of presentations with, like, I became a tutor. It was, like, all, I did the things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did all the things. And that's what I kind of focused on. I became a very much an academic after, like, <laughs> sophomore year was like focus focus not that I wasn't focused my freshman year but became a bit more focused but I feel like our so I wasn't I still didn't feel like I still had a good social like I I met you know one of my best friends Mm -hmm. that year so like I still had a good social um life it's just like my focus kind of shifted to focusing more on like my academics because I realized I was paying for this like yeah. You know, I didn't have a grandparent that died and left money for me to go to school, you know. Right. So, like, it was a little different. Like, I, if I'm gonna, if I'm paying uh, for this, like, all of this, I'm going to focus and actually get what I need out of this because it ain't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, that, I mean, my question to you would be if you had not gone to Towson and had decided on Penn State from the jump, would you have gone to main campus or would you still have? To, like, the closer campus. I probably would have gone. So, honestly, I'll take that back because I got accepted into your college pretty much full ride. And some people are probably wondering, why the F did you not go there if you didn't have to pay anything? I don't know. I was young and didn't have the right direction, probably. (laughs) Like, I'm guessing that's what happened because I was just like, I don't want to be here. I'm going to go out of state. I don't care what they offered me. But honestly, like, that was a good... Good offer. That was a good offer. And I should have honestly just gone there. Um, And if I could redo things, maybe, maybe I actually would have went. And I feel like I should have gone. And so I don't even know. Maybe I would have never been a pension. Because I feel like if I would have taken the offer and went to your college, I would have not. There's no way I would have transferred. No. And so I just never would have been... A Penn State person, which would have been interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, my, my sophomore year was like night and day from freshman year. Um, I, I got, I applied the end of freshman year to get into the film school and I got in. And when you're in, it's like you're one of 30. It's very much like a fraternity of people who love the same thing you do. Yeah. which is pretty cool um so i was just happy to be there and it wasn't like oh you know i'm worried about how this film is gonna do or whatever it's like i get to actually make films and that's my college i was like i can't believe this and you know meeting people because i would attend the film school screenings before i got way before i got into the film school like i attended all the screenings my freshman year just like well maybe somehow I'll get to do this and when I got in and I was able to make my first film it was looking back it was an awful film (laughs) it was pretty bad you haven't even seen it um 
but it was so cool to just be able to do that. So that experience was pretty much my sophomore year was, was making that film and then getting started on my documentary, which was kind of like the next film in the lineup. Nice. So that's pretty much what it boiled down to. But about yeah. junior year. I studied abroad like a boss. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you yeah, the sure second did. half of my junior year was spent in the United Kingdom. Leeds. In Leeds, United Kingdom. University Leeds. of Leeds. University of so Leeds. So my junior year was effing awesome. That's all I gotta say. That was like your your kind of high point, I feel, in your college experience. It was a huge like with I that experience shaped who I am today. That sounds corny, but it 100% did. Like, going away, being in a different culture, being so far away from everyone, like, my best friends. So, like, both of the friends I was just talking about earlier on, you know, being away from them, like, the two people that I talked to the most, um, having to kind of figure out <laughs> who to, to meet and everything and talk to there. But it was, like, a great experience. Like, I met, you know, another close friend of mine, like probably within a day of being there mm -hmm. again like i've never had issues making friends and again i think it's because i look friendly mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know i met her and then like we got like i don't know it was great i just had this group of friends we traveled a lot it was so much fun like great and the classes were cool too like i i was all about it it was really fun i enjoyed the the academics part of it and i enjoyed like the social part of studying abroad so good experience Absolutely. Yeah, that's the one thing I didn't get to do, and I was going to do it. If I hadn't gotten into the film school, and I didn't think I was going to, I would have stuck with creative writing, and I was going to minor in Italian studies, and I was going to study abroad in Italy, because um, I had a program in Florence. Um, but, you know, I don't, that's, I wish that could have happened at some point. I know people in film school who did study abroad, and somehow they were able to get approval to do it um, their freshman year, which I thought was nice. That's and I wish interesting. I had known That's that. not yeah. normally they common. They studied in Poland, yeah. I visited Poland. Mm -hmm. Nice place, Poland. A little sad, but nice place. Mm -hmm. It's only sad because we went to some museums that were very sad. Yep. <laughs> Other than that, people were very sweet. But, I enjoyed it there. Food was good. Yeah. I, and I need to be more cultured. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, so. my, my junior year was, um, that was the year that I made Lemonopolis. So that was kind of a high point for me as well, because my documentary essentially got censored because of legal disputes. Mm -hmm. um, so that was pretty crushing because I worked on that for nine months. And that was like my main focus for nine months. And then it premiered and, you know, it was heavily edited. So it's not what I wanted it to be. So I then used that as motivation to put everything I had into Lemonopolis and, you know, got to go out to Los Angeles and win a college television award. And I was like, oh, well, this is nice. This is this must be what the future looks like. And it just was absolutely miserable out there and very superficial and competitive in a lot of ways. I feel like everyone's like, yeah, that's what we expect that to yeah. be. <laughs> so, um, it, it no longer, like, it, 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 was, it was a high point, but 
at the same time it was, it was kind of a, a low point as well but but the the awards thing happened senior year technically so it was still kind of a high junior year because i made lemonopolis and it was the way i wanted it to be and i knew it was good i knew it was something to be proud of so that was my junior year but what about senior year i had an internship um i yeah i was busy like with my internship and stuff because it's my last year so there's like a huge senior project and then i also had an internship that i needed to do that was like kind of happening at the same time as the project and don't think i had many classes i think i only had like a couple one was like um like the seminar for your last year or whatever so it was very kind of like high school for me was very kind of smooth almost done chill year i didn't think senior year was stressful at all um i was in a good place i had taken pretty much all the classes i need to some of the classes i took over at least counted for other classes i didn't even think they were going <laughs> like i was like oh that's nice <laughs> so it got rid of some of the other things that i pos- probably would have still had to take if that didn't happen so i had a fairly chill senior year um now my major was a little different because like most of my finals were, were like papers and stuff just because of what my major was but um it was it was chill i got to intern with the government and that's all i will say because yeah. <laughs> i don't talk about the government um, but i got to intern at the state government so pennsylvania government um and that was really fun it was cool working for uh the house Nice. And, you know, seeing how all that stuff works. I enjoyed it. Good, good. Made me decide I did not want a MSW, but instead a policy. Yeah. Agree. So, yeah. Yeah. My senior year. Uh, oh, uh, also my senior year. I was oh, thinking yeah. about grad school a lot. I didn't apply during my senior year, but I was thinking about it a ton because I wasn't fully sure yet. So my plan was to go to Los Angeles, of course, and then <laughs> the awards situation just scrambled up everything. Um, I only took one class the second half of my senior year. It was a science class just to fulfill that requirement so I could graduate. Um, but yeah, I really didn't have a plan after film didn't feel right. So, you know, I got a job... Um, I applied to a bunch of jobs and got a job as a consultant for um, a website that made how-to videos, which at the time was a decent, you know, size website. Is that graduation? Did you did you just skip over how senior year went? Are you doing? Well, that was all senior year. It was oh. like that one class, really. Oh, okay. I mean, the first half of senior year, I made my <laughs> thesis film, which was "Tis the Season," and you know, it was a Christmas movie. Um, it was good. It wasn't. I will say the one thing we've like been omitting is like there's a lot of emotions that start happening junior year on yeah at least for me because that's when you're okay this is almost done yep what am I gonna do yeah and so in junior year for me that started to happen especially like studying abroad and like seeing part of the world and you're like oh there's so much yeah (laughs) out here what in the world am I gonna do what am I doing well that's what I was gonna say with you know what I what I wish I could tell my younger self yeah because i wish i could tell my younger self like learn about how a regular business works because film is not a regular business no no yeah 
I so I was one of the people who did have a minor so I I had a major and a minor both of which have helped me because like my minor was international studies mm-hmm. um and then you know my major was just basically like a human development kind of kind of like a I guess it's like a more popular major now but it's like I feel like it's kind of like psychology but slightly different um is a lot more of applied work like how you would apply things to solve problems i feel more than like psychology i feel like is just very focused on the mind and everything um and so i had that extra part because i knew i wanted to go to grad school but i was kind of struggling kind of with like what did i want to do um so international studies fit very well with like a public policy um master's program so like that all worked but i did find it interesting that you didn't minor in anything i couldn't having like i just feel like that's really when you make the agreement and you sign the paperwork to be in the film program at florida state i'll say two things about it um one i have no regrets about it and as far as film schools go it is in my view the most bang you get for your buck because you don't have to spend you know a ton of money on a production because they give you the equipment like I couldn't afford to go to an NYU and a, or a USC or even a UCLA and pay tuition and also pay for equipment and all the other stuff to make a film I couldn't do that Florida State kind of leveled the playing field for me so it taught me a lot of things that I've been able to kind of use in life, but it, let's face it, a film set is not, you know, the setting of most businesses. It's, it's a, it's a hell of a lot different. Um, so you kind of sign your life away for those three years that you're in the program. You can't have an outside job. Uh, you can't have a minor everything revolves around these projects because you want to make them as good as they can be so that you can make the transition into real world film but what i realized after i went to the ceremony is i don't necessarily want to work on someone else's set as like a pa or you know an assistant editor or something like that even though i have the skill set to do it that just doesn't that doesn't get me out of bed in the morning you know yeah i mean i just feel like that's very ill-advised that they did that like it literally said you couldn't have a minor because like i've worked in higher ed and worked at one of the universities where it has like a very very popular drama program and those students are encouraged to have minors because now it's hard right like that that drama program is very it's intense and it's a lot and having a minor could make even more stress but like it's art it's but you almost have to look at the film school as like and i kind of do as almost separate from the university it's almost like a juilliard like it's not like there's time for that because if you're on a film set like this is a this is like on the job training if you're on a film set for 16 plus hours a day you can't you know routinely there's just no possible way i guess like i understand that but i feel like as a university 
they should fix that because they should know that there's no way that everyone who graduates is actually going to do that work well, and i they, feel like they're well, not they do preparing have the, they do have the numbers though and i am an anomaly it's somewhere north of 95 percent end up working in the industry like i mentioned those paae jobs and i'm kind of the one who was like oh this isn't for me and then had to you know scramble to figure things out some of that's on them yes but a lot of that's on me That's all I'll say. All right. I, I like my film school peeps. I'm not dissing your film school peeps. I'm dissing the film school and the university That's as a whole. I mean. Not the peeps <laughs> who took it. I just don't understand I don't why it wasn't encouraged for those maybe who didn't realize. Like like you said, maybe part of it was just you didn't realize that until after I the didn't. fact. And, I didn't. Yeah. And like I said, that's that's on me. And I don't regret the program at all. I wouldn't have rather spent time studying sales or something similar like that that's not that wouldn't have you know and i did get a lot out of it but anyway we have no i didn't say what i wish i would have oh, known you didn't? before i oh, sure I in the did. hell oh, didn't sorry. well damn i'm gonna be quiet um for me, anyways, like what I wish I would have known, you know, before starting college is that it's okay to go into college and not have it all figured out. There, There's like your freshman year is a good time to explore. Like if you're yeah. not sure, like I wish someone told me if you're not sure, use that year to take a couple of classes maybe that you think you're interested in so that by the time you get to your sophomore year, you can focus mm-hmm. and like focus on that. Because, like, the thing that you don't want to do is be at the end of your sophomore year and flip your major. Yeah. (laughs) Because then you're, like, working, like, crazy to graduate on time. Because, like, unless, like, the majors were somewhat related and you've still taken classes, that counts towards it. But, like, the way that the U.S. does college or university is very annoying. Like, they make you take some classes that they just feel like you need to take. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with your major. Yep. And going, to, like, studying abroad and, you know, in Europe and the UK, that's not a common thing. You take the classes you're supposed to take mm-hmm. for your major. And so when I saw that, I was like, this is why this doesn't cost as much here. <laughs> because I'm not wasting a whole year and a half, almost two years sometimes, trying to fulfill all these basic requirement, like, classes yeah. that you claim I need to take but don't really need to take them. Yep. Um so just kind of like I wish I would have known that I, I did at least had that year to figure things out. Um, so I wouldn't have maybe maybe I would have gone with a different major, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because like I kind of picked and then just stuck with it, even if I didn't like it at the end of the, you know, yeah. the journey yeah. there. Um, part of me, which is I would have done something else if I would have. I don't have a word of advice, like if someone would have given me that that little like speech I probably would have been like oh you're right I can do something else um but I didn't so (laughs) I mean exploratory majors definitely faced some some mocking freshman year but that's I because, think there's like, a lot of wisdom to... Society, yeah. like, makes you think you're supposed to know what the hell... You're, like, yeah. 18, 19 Maybe years old. 19. You don't know what the hell you want to do when you get to college. And they're like, you should know. No. And so, like, people make fun of the undecided people. And I'm they just do. like, well, at least they're smart enough not to pick something yeah. <laughs> kind of like, you know, a few years from now. Exactly. Like, they deserve more respect than they get. Because, like, you do need to be sure it's a lot of money. It is a lot and of money. And if you're not sure... A lot of time. 
you're just going to be angry at the end of all of it. So, yeah, so that's what I wish I would have known. I wish I would have been, you know, encouraged a bit more to explore more than I did because I feel like I possibly would have chosen something else. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, in a way, I, I feel that too. And, and if I'd been able to just take any class I wanted to freshman year instead of those requirements to get them, you know, get those boxes checked, you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so toddler quote's pretty funny. <laughs> um, Do we need any background before you say the toddler quote? So, so the, the background for this quote is that we are very interested in uh, Connecticut yeah. as a potential place to eventually live. Um, and so we, we look at homes from time to time. We, we study uh, Connecticut as like certain areas places to live and so I was with our son our oldest uh sitting I think he was eating a snack in the morning so he's eating his animal crackers and uh I show him a house and uh, I'm like so buddy this is you know this Connecticut what do you think and he looks at me without missing a beat and he goes Connecticut's bougie (laughs) (laughs) like well which no. neither of us has ever said. We, we like, have never said he that. He made that. <laughs> he made that connection on his own. And we're not saying it is. I, you know, no. we don't live there, so I don't. I'm not saying. <laughs> We've it. been there a couple what of he times. Said, so. But he, our toddler did say, you know, he's like, can I get bougie? I was like, what? Yep. <laughs> we both heard it and cracked up. <laughs> oh. But that is our show. Uh, follow us on the gram. At Mike and Dead and LinkedIn. I think we're up to 45 followers now. So if we get up to 50, I'll have some kind of surprise I'll come up with. And... Really? Yeah. Something. Okay. Fun. You forgot that thing existed for a while. Now you're coming yeah. up with surprises. Yeah, surprises. <laughs> I would not believe you. <laughs> I wouldn't. <either. laughs> That's our show. Have a great weekend.